Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Cat Builder Talks Radio Show with your host, small business expert, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Join us every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Good evening. This is Mark Parham. Welcome to another episode of Cat Builder Talk. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business in our community today. Helping you build the capacity to change your life. Helping you to walk in your purpose. We are well into this year 2017 now. And I tell you what, if you're paying any attention and you can't help it, there's just too much going on. I mean, fake news, real news, you don't know what to believe anymore. And with that, we try to give you the information you need to make educated decisions, because we all realize information is key. Because right information, you can do wonderful things. So tonight's show is speaking in line with all the stuff that's going on. We're going to talk about two topics tonight going to be talking about marketing your business on a local, national, and global platform. And I have the CEO of Black on Purpose Television, Michael Campbell, here tonight. He's going to be talking about how do you get your message out there? How do you cut through all this noise? But before that interview, there's even a bigger issue that we're facing today, you know, relationships, our family, our spiritual relationships, what's going on in the world today. With all the noise is happening, sometimes it's hard to know where to turn. So I have Dr. Sharon Smith. She's an author and wholeness counselor. She's going to come on and talk about a, a book signing event she's got coming up. But also we're going to have a chat about what she does to help people change their lives by learning how to communicate on a spiritual level. Because that's where we need to be. So I hope you stay tuned because it's going to be a great show couple other tidbits, things that are coming up, like last week's show, we had Tina Greer here talking about pricing strategies to increase profits for your business, and then Ruth P. Watson was here. Her play, Blackberry Days, I went to it Friday, unbelievable. If you're in Atlanta, and you get you want to go to something that's just entertaining, T.C. Carson was in it, it was just phenomenal, just a great Friday evening for me. You don't get out much. So if you do want to get out, that's something you can go to. So if you haven't listened to that show, I want you to go to CatBuilderTalk.com and pay attention to it. Upcoming events, go to Blackberry Days. It's going to be here all month. But some of you are always talking about, what do I do? I'm tired of the standard networking events. I'm tired of the things that are going on. I don't want to go to the clubs. I don't want to go to the bars. Well, I'll tell you what. Rich Boy Investments and Survival Radio Network are having their third annual entrepreneur cruise at Lake Lanier. It's on July 29th, 2017. Professional networking, open buffet bar, limited registration notices. Not anybody's going to be on there. And you can even, if you're a small business or you want to sponsor, you want to sponsor some ads or anything like that, the sale time is 8 p.m. So if you want to check this out, you can visit Rich Boy 
R-I-C-H-B-O-I-Investments.com to make your reservation to do something different. I'm up at Lake Lanier all the time, and it's a great place to be. You're on the water, 7 p.m. to midnight. It's fantastic. So check out those couple events, Blackberry Days and the Entrepreneurship Cruise. You want to do something different. So I am going to take a short break. And when I come back, we're going to start this conversation out and talk about how to get your mind right, how to get things right in your family, how to live a spiritual guided life with Dr. Sharon Smith. So you listen to Mark Parham, Cat Builder Talk. I'm going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to start this conversation out tonight. So stay tuned. conversation out tonight. I don't want to set the stage. You know, one of the biggest issues facing our families today is being able to navigate the ups and downs of relationships. Not only man and woman, but the relationships that we have with each other. One of the main issues is that we don't know, or sometimes don't want to know when it's time to reach out for assistance. We're afraid to ask for help. And when we do, we don't know where to go. Well, I have a young lady on here this evening. I'm going to welcome to the show, Dr. Sharon Smith. She's going to be talking about her book and a big event that she has coming on in Atlanta. Dr. Smith, welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know, I uh, I started 
looking at the work that you do, and I realize how important it is. I mean, it seems like people are so lost today. And so I want to give you your, you know, a lot of times when I let people on the show, let me give you a 30-second to do your network pitch about who you are and what you represent. Then I want to get into having a conversation about what you do, and then specifically about this big event you have coming up here in Atlanta, coming up here in a, well, I guess coming up this next weekend. Yes, so, it's this coming Saturday. All right, so please introduce yourself. Well, my name is Dr. Sharon Smith, and I, I currently live in Florida, but I have quite a few friends in Georgia, so I decided to extend my services to that city in um, coming and promoting my books. I've, I've written several of them, and I actually call them my love letters to God because of how they came about, you know, um, started in 2013 and now it's 2017 and there are about five of them that I've actually published. And, um, I just want to reach out to that community and, um, bring wholeness. Um, Mm -hmm. you asked me to talk about what I do. Mm -hmm. I'm a Christian counselor and, um, I see a lot of ups, downs, sideways, everything, you know, in the <laughs> church, outside of the church. And um, I I make it my position and um, my profession to help bring wholeness, bring wholeness to marriages, bring wholeness to homes, bring wholeness to youth. I spent many years as in youth ministry um, as a youth pastor. And so I've seen a lot of young people um, going through. I've spent 10 years or more in the school system as a counselor. And I've seen um, the children that come my way that um, dealing with adult issues. And so um, my passion is to just bring wholeness, you know. Um, um, Sometimes you do this because of things that have happened in your own life, and, you know, mm-hmm. my story is long, and I won't even go into it, but, you know, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the major part of it was that somebody needed to help me and mm-hmm. my children, and as a result of that, um, I changed careers because I was a fashion designer, and I oh, wow. changed careers as a result of life events and um, switched gears and became passionate about saving lives and um, saving homes and saving people and saving especially women because we tend to um, carry our situations and our hurts on our sleeves and find it difficult to um, rise again, you know. And so my job is to help that person just rise again and, and know that there is something out there for you to do and, um, you know, a friend of mine wrote a book called um, Destiny is Calling, You Can't Die Now. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we die, not wow. not even physically, but emotionally, spiritually, wow. every way, without wow. seeing our destiny. And so that is the basis of what I'm about. Well, i tell you what's interesting is that I used the term earlier about walking in your purpose. So you had mm-hmm. another life. But uh-huh. <laughs> now you're sure walking did. in your purpose. Okay. You yes. felt your calling. You accepted what your message was. 
and now you're walking in purpose. And mm-hmm. how does that feel? How does that feel? So you can let everybody know if they just do it, it feels, how does it feel? <laughs> it's amazing. It's, um, it's amazing. It's, it's a feeling like you can't explain because, no. you know, sometimes we call the things that happen to us mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I have chosen to call them detours. You know, there you go. And, you know, you take some detours, you know, like when you're on the road and you get wrong directions, you take a detour and it takes a little longer to get to where you really want to go. But once you get to the place where, you know, the detour signs are removed and right. you start walking in that thing that mm-hmm. God called you to do initially, it feels right. It just feels right. It feels it does. You feel like no matter what the days may bring. No matter right. how much, many times you go financially up, down, all there over you the go. place, there you, go. you know that you're walking in your destiny, and so that right. makes it all okay. <laughs> makes it, it. it makes it all more better. So, so tell yeah, me this. I made a statement a, a while ago about all the noise out there. Do, I mean, mm-hmm. are things reaching critical mass? You know, I just, I mean, when I look at Facebook, and I, the, the whole problem with Facebook and these things like that, Everybody's putting all their stuff out there now, everything that's going mm-hmm. on in their lives. And I don't know, yes. and you can help me answer this, has it always been going on like this? We just weren't able to see it? Or are things actually getting, it seems like things are getting worse. Uh, but I don't know. That's a question. You've been dealing with it for a while. I'm kind of curious. Do you think things are you know, coming to get worse for families and people in general? Or it's just now we can see it? Well, you know, I teach in a college, and I was t- when I was teaching my students last week, I mentioned the fact that a lot of the disorders and different things, we call them disorders, we call them dis- disabilities, whatever we want to call them, we didn't really see them coming up because we went outside to play. Okay, <laughs> you know, gotcha. um, we, we We talked to each other face-to-face. Um, we may mm-hmm. have may have had a phone in our house if we were lucky or yeah. blessed. Sometimes we didn't. So but if we one wanted phone. to talk to our friends, we had to go outside. Well, I'm telling my age right now. But, hey. you know, but, you know um, recently social media has taken this position, and um, our young people especially have been have become victims somewhat. I do use social media, but I use it to broadcast what I do um, mm-hmm. in in church and in my um, profession, whatever it is. But I think our young people tend to use it in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why I end up in a school and I have girls cutting themselves because they saw somebody else do it on social media and said mm-hmm. it was an outlet and it was a release. And it made them feel good, you know. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around that, but I saw it so much in the school community that I realized it was, you know, um, we don't even, we're not even afraid to hurt ourselves anymore. Wow. Um, the girls will, would, would pierce their lips themselves, their eyebrows themselves. And these are middle school students that I was working with. And so, when I saw all of that, I realized that the world has changed. Okay. And in order to reach the world, I have to change as well. Do I like putting all of my stuff on Facebook? 
sometimes no, but I realize in order to reach those young women, those younger women, that's where mm-hmm. I have to go because that's their their way of communicating, and I want to communicate with them, you know. And so um, I even recently started a magazine called The Bridge, and it's a um, it's a woman's magazine, and it's supposed to reach across generations and across cultures. And I started it online, and I'm about to have it done in paper form. Okay. Because I think, yeah, I think, you know, people tend to pick up a magazine quicker than they pick up a book. Um, maybe because right. it's smaller, less reading to do. And right. so the hope is that even in that, that in that way, people will be reached, you know, those women who are, want to reach it on online and those who feel comfortable reading paper, you know, so you're reaching across generations and across cultures in that way. And I just feel we're at a, um, we're at a, we're at a bad place, right? but it's still a good place because God is still in charge. Right. And um, he uses people like me and other people like me to reach the masses, you know, um, and sometimes you can't reach people behind the walls of the church. So you mm-hmm. come outside the walls of the church and you meet them on the street or wherever you need to meet them and let them know that wholeness is available. You don't have to be broken. You don't have to that, well, that, that, be like dumpty you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Do people generally wait till they are broken to come to you or... Are yes. people starting to now realize that, hey, I'm getting ready to break, or how can I preventive? Can I do this preventive wholeness treatment, or do they do they wait till they're humpy dumpy and they come to you to put them all back together again? They do. I rarely, I rarely get somebody who is about to break. Okay. I normally get somebody or a marriage who's broken. You know, um, I've. I'm a product of broken marriage, you know, and mm-hmm. so I never used to counsel couples because I thought I had nothing to offer, but mm-hmm. um, God made it abundantly clear years ago that he wanted me to go into that arena, and so most of the marriages that come to me are just about broken, you know, mm-hmm. and they expect me to put them back together. Okay. But my key ingredient is prayer, you know, and yeah. that's why I did my doctoral degree in Christian counseling instead of secular, which is what my master's is in, because I wanted to do it God's way. I wanted people to understand that even though I'm sitting in front of them, I'm being used by that higher power to bring help and hold bring them. A message. Okay. Yeah. Bring a message. Bring a message. Now, you use the word cross culture. So this is not just mm-hmm. a U.S. thing. This is going on globally. So this <laughs> yes. phenomenon that we're dealing with is just worldwide. It's, it's, it's bigger worldwide. than it's bigger than just being uh, United States. So mm-hmm. I know I, I hear a little accent going on there. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was like, I was trying not to throw it in, but it comes no, out. Yeah. I don't think you can help that. Okay, I think yeah. it's there. Well, you know, but this is... I've been in this country a long time, 47 years, but, you know, you still have that 
that thing. And yes, right, it's right, culture. Right. And I did manage to do a um a um a retreat, a conference for women in my country in Jamaica recently in April. Mm-hmm. And I was able to take them out of this country. It was thirty of us and we went on a plane wow. and went to Jamaica on a beach. And okay. um a lot of wholeness counseling was done on that beach. And um I look forward to more global things. Um okay. I'm going yes. to do another book event in Jamaica in November. Um hoping to go to St. Vincent and South Africa. Those are just um my dreams well, and my right. desires. Well, if you walk you know. it in your purpose, it, it, those dreams yes. will surely become reality. Come true, yes. So, yes. Okay, That's... we made a statement, or you said people would come to you when they're already broken. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about the steps, you know, just so for the people out there listening. How, when should mm-hmm. they? How can they recognize when they should come? If I was going to try to do some preventive, you know, maintenance on my life and things like this, when should I come? Or should I just be doing it anyway, just the same when we go to the doctor on a regular basis? I mean, mm-hmm. when should someone come seek out someone like yourself in an area of coaching themselves in a in a wholeness way of living a better life? When should they contact you? Well, I think um, everybody knows when things are not right. Everybody mm-hmm. knows. Even if it's just a slight inkling, you mm-hmm. can feel when things go sideways. You can feel when it's not right anymore. Um, you don't have to go um, looking for me to tell you it's not right. You yeah, can you know. Feel you it know. Within yeah, you can feel. We don't want to recognize it. We don't. As <laughs> no, a, especially no. as a culture, to be honest right. with you, most right. of my clients are Caucasian. Because mm-hmm. as a culture of people, we feel like we could fix ourselves. Right. And um, especially my culture, you know, I'm from Jamaica. Right. <laughs> yeah. I hardly ever see anybody from my culture. <laughs> I usually tell people my father is probably turning over in his grave knowing this is what I chose. But, right. um, but this is the reality of it is that we are breaking we're breaking. If you go into our communities, you'll see mm-hmm. that we're breaking. If you go into the school system, you'll see, you know, the final year in the school system, I saw a, a legacy of African-American males getting into trouble day after day after mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I listen and I sit in meetings and I say to them, well, we have all these plans, but are any of the plans to go inside these people's homes and see how they live? Because that has a lot to do with why they're in trouble, with why, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're, they're the way they are and getting in trouble and always in the dean's office and always not doing the right thing. And so I started a group in my office of young men, and I was able to help at least five out of the many for that year. Wow. Just hey. come to a place five. of, you know, of healing. Five is better, you know. Five is yeah, better than in a, yeah. in a public school. Right. Yeah, and I just, um, and I just, I just feel like we waste so much time being broken 
mm-hmm. that by the time we get whole, we don't have that much time left. Wow. So, that's a big <laughs> that's statement. That's why I want to read. Yeah, I want to read the youth. The youth, youth. right. Uh, yeah, so that yeah, I never you know, thought about that. Time. You wait too long to get fixed. You got a whole lot of time left to enjoy it. It's like yeah, a car. I guess you're right. It's like a car. Right. You wait too long to right. fix it, it breaks anyway. So right. It's the same, you know, same scenario. Yeah. And um, and I'm just open to helping people. And you know, it's only recently that I started counseling via telephone and email because. Once again, I'm telling my age, you know, I like being face-to-face with people. But right. I realize that I'm missing a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. by just offering it that way. So now, you know, people can actually call me, go on my website, call me, um, email me, and um, and I can help in that way as well. Well, I can show you how I use a lot of video coaching now where I can see the person, they can see me. So it's just like mm-hmm. we're together. So let's let's yeah. talk about your uh, event coming up here in Atlanta, and you know, so we can get through this, and I'm okay. gonna let you get back to changing lives. So <laughs> what, what's the, <laughs> what do you got I'm going on there? I'm to see a lot of people come out. Um, it's it's about it's my books. I'm mm-hmm. promoting my books in Atlanta, Georgia. I have five books. One is called. Christian Divorce Wars. The other one is um, Weapons for Victory, which is my story, my memoirs, up until 2013. I have a devotional for women called 31 Days of Wholeness, and it actually has a lot of um, testimonies of other women that have gone Mm. through hell and come back and walking in their destiny. And The Shepherd's Call is a is a guide to help pastors and church leaders behind the walls of the church realize that they're not just there for accolades, but they're actually there wow. to shepherd a flock. Wow. And um, Newbies in the Kingdom is a um, a devotional for new Christians who don't know how to navigate through the Bible, and I just give them little tools and verses to help them get going. <laughs> That's in really their good. relationship. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are the five books that I've written so far. I have some on the horizon that I've not mm-hmm. yet published, but these yeah, are I the ones got, that I'm... I think you got plenty <laughs> out there. We're going to see you on yes. TV, video. We, you got a lot of stuff getting ready to happen because, as you That's say, me. once you decide to walk in your purpose, you know, it's like my next guest, we're going to be talking about how to get your message out there using television. Mm-hmm. So maybe I need to connect you and Michael up so you can get your message out. But I That's want you right. to you know, talk about when your event is and how can people reach out to you if they want to learn more about you. Um, my event is this coming Saturday, July 22nd. July 22nd. Um, it's at the clubhouse at Post Brookhaven, 2829 Caldwell Road, Northeast Atlanta, Georgia. And in order to get more information about the event, they can call me directly at 772-475-0430, or they can call Beverly Burrell, who is my friend in Atlanta, at 678-464-8466. It will be at 3 p.m. on Saturday. Uh, My website 
is www.inspiredwholenesscounseling.com. And they will know everything about me once they go to my website. And, I, and they will, because you got everything out there. I looked at it. All right. So, uh, and it's great. That's why I wanted to have a longer conversation with you because, you know, walking in your purpose is is very, very critical, but it's hard to describe what it is to people. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I, well, you know what? I got to let you go. Otherwise, we'd be on the show. I know Michael's waiting out there. <laughs> but, okay. But uh, thank you for coming on tonight. And I am going to send out your, your flyer to my network. Because I, I think people really need to There is something to be said Even social media about Probably being in your presence and feeling your spirit Is probably yes. even more mm-hmm. I, feel, I think people need to do this I'm going to send it out there And get people to come out and check you out Okay so thanks. Thank you so much thanks. for having me Oh you're very very welcome I got to travel mm-hmm. this weekend Otherwise I'd be there Okay Myself Okay but uh, we'll be in touch. Right. I'd love to have you come back on the show. We get into more details about this whole wholeness thing and what we need to do to change the world. Okay. All right. All, All right. right. Thank, Thank you. you so much. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So you heard it. Wholeness. Spiritual wholeness. You got to get out there. Don't wait till you're broken. You know when things are not right. Turn to somebody that can help you. There are a lot of people that have been trained to help you. A lot of people have been going through bond training. Like I'm very happy to say my younger sister Dana has been going through training and graduated training and is out here trying to walk in her purpose and change lives as well. So stick with me tonight. Got a little bit more. I'm going to be bringing on Brother Campbell. We're going to be talking about marketing your business. Globally, locally, nationally. Just getting your message out there. You listen to Mark Parham, Gap Builder Talk. I'm going to take a break. When I come back, I'm going to start this second conversation of the night. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org slash caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio. Take one. Behold the angry giant. Try it again, Alberto. Behold the angry giant. Perfect. Good luck tonight. Behold the angry giant. Yay! Read me another one, Dad. This is WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. 
talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. I'm going to start this conversation out tonight talking about there's so many ways to reach out and market to potential customers. It can become overwhelming as to what the best method is. Some of you have taken to using social media, some because it's free, some because they think that's the way to reach out. But most of you don't understand that there are many other methods of getting your message out there, methods of getting your message out there. And tonight we're going to discuss how to market using television and other visual media. And you can do this locally, nationally, and globally if you go to the right people. And tonight I got the right people online with me. Brother Michael, welcome to the show, man. How you doing this evening? Uh-oh. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Man, you know, I love seeing you out, man, because uh, I know that if I see you, I'm in the right place, okay? So when I go out, I'm at an event, and I see you walking the room, I know if I'm in the, if he's here, I must be in the right spot. Because you well, make, thank you. Make it a, you make it a point. So, Michael, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and what you do, and we'll start having this conversation about the topic for this evening. So... I'm the president and CEO of Black on Purpose Television Network. Um, For so long, we have seen images of of us displayed in ways that have not been correct. And over time, these images have not just affected how people view us, but over time how we view ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I formulated Black on Purpose Television to show positive images of people of color around the world without negative stereotypes. Wow. You know, uh, and you said that so short and sweet, but it's so powerful because after the conversation we just had, you can see what these images are doing to our family and to our culture. Okay. Um, And it's just so important that we start looking at different things about our image. So tell me, what is it you, what do you do at Black on Purpose Television to try to change this? I mean, what, what, what kind of programming, or how do you get a television station started? How do we get to it? I mean, I have so many questions. I don't know what to ask first. But well, what I did was um, I looked at how TV was portraying us, and mm-hmm. I looked at technology and just kind of said. Well, we need to have our own. We're at a point now that, you know, we don't have to ask for permission. We've been asking mm-hmm. so long for permission to, you know, or for approval, for acceptance, to get our images right, to show us in a positive way. And we no longer need this permission. The world is changing. And when you see on social media, people are becoming more and more aware of who they are, and we need television that reflects that. And so how do you do it? What does Black on Purpose Television do? What kind of programming do you have? I mean, is it online? Can I watch it online? How does it all work? Okay. So today people are getting rid of their cable boxes and going with connected television. That is the new wave of television where it's going. So just to give you some statistics, in the first quarter of this year alone, the cable industry has lost three-quarters of a million viewers in just the first quarter to connected television. So some of these devices you may be familiar with 
uh, Roku, Amazon right. Fire Stick. Uh, so we are on those two, as well as smart TVs, Blu-ray players, and TiVo. We're the largest black-owned streaming network in the world, and we have uh, a million and a half viewers a day which watch, what? that watch content. Yes, they watch what? the content. Wow. I'm That's really uh, – every day people are tuning in. Yes, a million and a half viewers a day all who all are aware, who all want to see – real news, real music, real information that expresses how, who we are and the richness of us in the arts, in entertainment, in all facts. So it's not one channel. It's similar to Netflix, but instead of when you open up Netflix, for example, you get some channel, channel descriptions like the genre going up and mm-hmm. down and then the kind of film going side to side. Black on Purpose TV, you open it up and you get 16 different channels, not one channel, with over 5,000 things that you can watch, and it's all free. Wow. Because it's supported by advertisers, black businesses who want to grow their business and be on a television network that laser beam focuses on that demographic that they're trying to reach. So that's where we get into the business opportunity about advertising and marketing. So businesses that want to get to this demographic, your uh, your platform is a perfect platform to do that with. Well, you know, it's designed to create that circle. We talk about the $1.2 or $1.4 trillion of African-American spending. So mm-hmm. what happens is you watch a show that was produced by a – black content creator somewhere in the world, you see a commercial by a black business, you purchase from that business, and that circle is complete of keeping our money circulating within our community. So it sounds like the Cat Builder Talk radio show needs to go go live on TV now. You know I mean? You know what? That's a conversation I definitely want to have with you. All right. I mean, because... I mean, and you're saying this is global. Let's talk global, for example. You know, a lot of stuff, we think a lot of times locally, but you're talking about global. People are listening all over the world? Yes. So so when you I, – I have this conversation with businesses all the time. I'll, I'll ask them, do you, they'll, they'll say to me, well, I'm just a business in Atlanta, right? I just want to advertise right in Atlanta, and I'll ask them, do you have a website? And they say yes. And I'll say, well, you're international whether you want it to be or not. The moment you launched your website. And we need to reach out to more of our brothers and sisters around the globe and make our world smaller and how we transfer information back and forth. And we can do that all through platforms like what you've created. You know, there is... um, YouTube, uh, Facebook, they're shutting down uh, black broadcasters. They're cutting off their money-making ability and in some cases shutting off their shows because really? they are saying things. Oh, yes. You can, you can Google that. They're shutting them down because of the information that they are delivering 
and the advertisers that advertise on there do not want to either associate or affiliate with that kind of information. Oh, okay. So gotcha. so so they are being censored. And so the only way to prevent that is to have our own platform. We have to have our own. And it's, it goes back to kind of the Black Wall Street uh, scenario right. where, you know, if they were telling us we could not have it anymore, then we'd all of a sudden come together and try to develop it. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, well, Mike, you know, I want to so, mm-hmm. step back for a minute because when I read your, you know, I've known you for a couple of years now and, and kind of a low-key guy, but when I read your bio, you, this is not your first rodeo ride in the entertainment industry. You got quite a background. You've been at this for a while. <laughs> yes, I started out, um, I went, I'm from Brooklyn. I went to uh, Institute of Music and Performing Arts in Brooklyn, um, where a lot of celebrities went, too many to, to name. Uh, it's the school is Erasmus Hall High School in Brooklyn, Flatbush area, and um, from there I started out playing in various bands, producing. Uh, I was MC Light's first producer. Worked with most artists in the disco era, uh, most hip hop artists. I've got 25 gold and platinum record credits, and I'm a voting member for the Grammy Awards. Wow. Yeah, I mean, and that's just if people. I gotta tell you, he he still didn't get deep. I'm not gonna ask him to go no deeper today, but I, I wanted people to hear that because you're not new to entertainment and media. So mm-hmm. when you decided to create this platform, you knew exactly what it is, what your mission was, and how to get it out there. And you know, it's just like I was talking to Miss Smith earlier about walking in your purpose. You've made this your mission in life to build this platform. You've been working on this a number of years. And uh Yes. Yes, that's correct. We um and I remember conversations I've mentioned to you. We were for five years working toward purchasing a school building from Atlanta right. Public Schools. And we finally got that school building. Really? Um and it's, yes, it's in the black community. <clears throat> And it will become the new home of Black on Purpose Television and also office spaces for rent as okay. well as a center as well as a center for media arts and technology where we're teaching coding, we're putting musical instruments back in the hands of kids so necessary and training them in camera work. So the things that they create will be aired on the television network. Because so many times we create things and then we say, right. now what? I've made right. a book. I've made music. I've done something. Now what? This answers the question of now what for our own people without asking for permission. So let, let's talk about for a minute. Over the years when people think about television and stuff like they're doing things, they think it's, it's way outside of their price. It's too expensive. I, I can't afford it. People think they can't afford it before they even get started. I'm not asking you to talk about how much it costs, but what I, do, I would like you to just narrow down is, is it as expensive as it used to be, or are there inexpensive ways to do these things? Well, the t- I designed the television network to be affordable to small black business. 
because okay. we have to black business traditionally does not advertise on television in any significant way. And we needed our own platform in order to give these businesses a direct connection to the black consumer in a laser beam focused way. Uh, Nielsen, uh, who was considered the god of ratings, did a study that showed that African Americans watch more TV than anyone else and they buy more things off TV than anyone else. So if you use that logic as being fact, wow. then you would well, why don't they make more, com- more TV shows and more commercials that reflect the people that buy more and watch more? That's only common business sense. Mm-hmm. But do that because there's a, a higher agenda that must be followed, and that's the images of others to make them appear to be more important than anyone else. So let's talk about the fact that, okay, I want to do a television show or I want to advertise. Do I have to be here in Atlanta? I can I no. be anywhere and get, get you my you content. You can be anywhere, yes. You can have your own show. You can create your own show. We sometimes partner. We are kind of like HBO in the sense that we, we take other people's content and show it, and we pay them for it, by the way. They get a percentage of that ad revenue. Wow. And so for the cost of what it might cost you to be on uh, in a small newspaper, community newspaper, you could be on television. Wow. Oh, yeah, we so definitely get <laughs> Yes, it's designed with that price point in mind. You know, typical TV has, like, experts like Susie Orman, Dr. Mm-hmm. Oz, et cetera. We can have our own Susie Orman to talk about black finance, to talk about issues in the black community with regard to health care and health and things we can do to stay healthy. So we can do those things and change the narrative. I tell you, it's so important because, you know, I've been doing my show for the last three years, but. Who would have thought when I started out doing my, you know, I started doing it with Survival Radio Network, you know, Clark and those guys. But I've been doing this show every Monday night for the past three years. And it really has not only changed my life, but changed the lives of other people that have been listening. It's crazy. When I go to different events, people come up to me and they go, I listen to your show. And I go, you do? You know, and I can't imagine you know, people all keep saying to me, Mark, you need to be, you know, you need to do a television show. But I, even me, I'm thinking, man, a television show, I mean, that, it just seems so oh, enormous. Yeah. It just seems like such a big deal. I'm like, but but the fact is, is that if I truly am walking in my purpose and I want to get my message out there, this, this seems like the next logical step. Okay. Absolutely, because you can brand yourself as either an expert in your field or mm-hmm. begin to take things to another level, but most importantly, directly to the people that are going to support and, and buy from you or or support events and things that you're doing. And begin again. It, we have cartoons, for example. We have a kids' channel, all <laughs> black cartoons. <laughs> Come yes, on. all black cartoons. And where we are the principal characters. If you're watching the network, it's almost like seeing the world in an opposite way. <clears throat> so you see black cartoons, black shows, 
and occasionally there's someone that may not be African-American in it. You follow what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. the goal is to create opportunities. It's not the, about being anti-white or anti-anything. It's about being pro-black and giving an opportunity where we have asked for one for so long and all we've gotten is crumbs and bones. Now we have a chance to get meat and bread. Okay. Wow. Man, this really sounds exciting. And you, So you got a, a building and everything here. You know I'm going to have to come by and check that out. Uh, I'd love to come out there and do a story on it. Um, oh, please do. The next year, yeah. by the way, uh, the city of Detroit, some people saw a video I made and mm-hmm. contacted me. And Detroit is our next city. And we're going to replicate this in cities. So the goal is to go into a city, develop this, and then begin to buy the properties around that community. Excuse me. And then we're becoming like an anchor tenant, if you will, or anchor in the community. We start then preserving black communities. Wow. So this is bigger than just black on purpose television. This this is a big, big, big you know, big initiative that you got going. Wow. So let, let's talk about this event you got coming up here in Atlanta uh, at this weekend. Absolutely. Yes, we've got a, a, a big event coming up on Sunday, and um, it's going to be at Backstage over on Gabi, uh, Gabi Road. And uh, I'd like everyone to come on out. Um, oh, and by the way, BlackOnPurposeTV.com, and for information on the tickets, BlackOnPurposeTV at gmail.com. And okay. it's free to come in. We want business owners to come and network and meet each other, and we need to, we need to have more of that. We need to learn what's going on with each other. Well, I think that's fantastic, man. I need a. I got information on it, but I don't know if you got a flyer or something you can send me so I can get it out there. Because this is the kind of thing, even through the Urban League, you know, with the work that I do there, the, I, I think it would be great for these small businesses to come out and see that they'll be able to use your platform to market their businesses in a totally different way than they're already considering it. Um, I just think it's phenomenal, man. I. I, I I'm actually a little speechless at this point because I did not realize you were doing this much. I mean, this is phenomenal. This is truly well, phenomenal. Thank you. I would really like to, to work with organizations like the Urban League that do so many great things for business owners. And really, um, because black businesses don't advertise on TV, and they should. They right. but they need to get in the game. They need to be a part of it. And I think that a some kind of collaboration between Black on Purpose Television and the Urban League would make total sense. I, I agree. You know why? Because one of the things about the Urban mm-hmm. League is that we do a lot of great work, but we're not even telling our own story well. And maybe through your vehicle, we can we can have a show. You know, you know about the work that we're doing in the community. We work with you. We work with uh, returning citizens. We work with everyone, and we just quietly go about doing what we do. But we really need to get the message out there. And I think your platform, you know, a million people are watching it a day. 
I think that's that's, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Well, and the Urban League does work, I mean, great work all over the country and has some international affiliations as right. well. You're right. So You're right. It You're right. would just be an amazing thing. It's just difficult sometimes, and, I, and I'll, I'll kind of share this with you, it's difficult to get some of the historically black colleges to partner just to get them to move on it. We've had conversations with several historically black colleges and universities about the sharing of content, about internship opportunities, about various things we could do together, but they never extend the hand to reach out. It, it, it's quite frustrating. And, well, you know, and, I, and I get it, you know. From working for a, a, a long, I, I tell them, I make the statement a lot of times I go in a meeting, the great thing about the Urban League that it's 100 years old. The bad thing about the Urban League that it's 100 years old, there's so much tradition and so many things, it's hard to get a shift. But but I think that, you know, if we put together the right mix of people, we can start getting this message across. Um, and a lot, of these, a lot of these organizations have been tired of, a lot of times they've been taken advantage of. They, people want to get to their database and, you know, things like this. But I think there's a way to do it, Michael. And I'd be more than willing to sit down with you to discuss um, how to make some of these things happen. Because I, I think what you're doing is phenomenal. Um, and I'm very excited. Uh, so, you know, matter of fact, I'm going to the National Urban League Conference next week. But uh, when I get back, we need to sit down and have a conversation about putting a strategy together about how we can make this happen. I should be speaking at that thing. I should you be should. speaking there. You should. You should. All right? Yeah, I agree. But uh, we can do one next year. We have our training conference in New Orleans in November, but we're, we're going to work something out. But I will make it a okay. point that when I get back, we're going to sit down and talk about what it is that um what it is that you do so that we can make it happen so um um we can do this. So Michael, I'm gonna talk about wrapping it up here, but I want you to once again talk about your event, how to get tickets, how they can get on your watch your channel, where do they go, so people know how they can make this happen. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it so much. All right. So how do they get these tickets, man? Let's say, let's say put it out there one more time. They can shoot an, an email requesting uh, attendance just to blackonpurposetv at gmail.com, blackonpurposetv at gmail.com. And that will right. get you in. Totally All right, free. man. All right, so... I'm gonna when I get back. I know you big man on campus. I gotta probably have my people call your people, you know, so we can get together. Oh, we don't even have to do it. We don't even have to do it like that. It'll never be like that. All right, brother. All right, man. But uh, when I get back, let's definitely sit down. And I want to give a shout out to Miss Sandy Pruitt for making the connection tonight, making sure you know. That's what I like about when I have people on the show, and they bring other people on that are telling great stories. So Sandy. Much thanks to you uh, to send me the email to get Michael on here tonight. I sh- this is long overdue, so I appreciate oh, you too. Amazing. Yes, he's amazing. So, uh, anyways, Michael, uh, thanks a lot, man, and I hope you have a great event. Send me the flyer, I'll get it out there. And when I get back, 
we're gonna get together. All right. All right. Thank you. All right, my all right, my brother. You know, the greatest thing about doing this show is that at the beginning of the show, sometimes I don't know exactly where it's going to go. I don't know exactly the message that's going to be delivered. But as we were talking with Dr. Smith this evening, when you're walking in your purpose, you don't have to worry about the message because the message will be delivered. And tonight you heard a message about how to live a, a more wholesome life. You know, don't wait till you're broken to get fixed. I like the fact that she said, if you're broken and you wait too long, even when if I fix you, you still don't have a lot of life left. So come early. You know when something is not right, go seek help. There are plenty of people out here that can help you. And for those of you in business and for those of you that have a message that you can reach out and help people with, you need to contact Michael at Black on Purpose Television. Get yourself a TV show. Because I tell you this, by golly this, Cat Builder Talk is going to be on TV in very short time. Because after listening to him tonight, I think I can reach so many more people. So, you've been listening to the Cat Builder Talk radio show. Another great evening. Another great message of communication this evening. I want you to stay tuned next week. It may be a repeat show because I'll be traveling, but I'm going to make sure I bring you some of the best interviews that we have that I've done over the past few years about how to change the lives that we've been working because it's that important that we all got to work together to make this happen. So if you have a story you want to tell, you got an event coming up, got a book coming up, you want to come on, let me know. Dr. Smith. She just hit me up in an email, filled out my form, talking about she needs to come on the show. She got an event coming up here in ATL. I didn't hesitate. So that's what I'm here for. So stick with me. A lot more to come. And I tell you, as I say every week, I look forward to our next encounter. Have a great evening. joining us this evening on the Cap Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark E. Parham. It is our mission to provide you with the information you need to make educated decisions, decisions that will help you walk in your purpose. We are here every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash cap builder talk. We hope you enjoy the show.